don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. If you've ever set foot around a campfire, you've probably heard your fair share of ghost stories. Maybe about a headless man in the woods or the spirit of a long-lost child. But are you familiar with the stories of ghost ships and other ghoulish tales that are set out at sea? The Maritimes are full of spooky ghost stories to make your hair stand on end and send shivers down your spine. Sure, we've all heard the Bermuda Triangle stories, but there are plenty of other terrifying tales that take place on the open ocean. Yes, there are phantom ships. Several people see them, but they aren't really there. Even more frightening may be a haunted ship that you can not only touch, but step aboard. One of these ships is proudly docked at the Maritime Museum of San Diego. It still even sets sail a few times a year. In this episode, you will learn about the Star of India. Since her maiden voyage in 1863, the Star of India has lived the kind of high sea life that most dream of living. She's done it all and seen it all. But with great adventures come great dangers, and many sailors have not lived to tell the tale. Some may have never even left the ship. Built in Great Britain's Isle of Man in 1863, the Star of India was somewhat experimental being made of iron, as not many ships at that time were. During this time, and subsequently over the next 35 years, the Star of India was actually called the Euterpe, named after the great muse of music and poetry. Commissioned to carry cargo from India to England, the Euterpe had a near-disastrous maiden voyage. Several accidental collisions caused significant damage to the ship, which in turn caused a small mutiny to break out. During the second trip, a cyclone severed the top masts, and the ship barely made it back to port. It was also during this voyage that the Euterpe's first captain died of scarlet fever. The Euterpe would then spend the next 25 years as a charter ship to New Zealand. The immigrants aboard suffered through bouts of seasickness and a diet consisting of crackers and salted beef. In 1898, the Euterpe was sold to the United States. It was here that she was christened the Star of India. Soon after, she became a salmon fishing boat off the coast of Alaska until her retirement in 1923. In 1927, she was sold to the San Diego Zoological Society, where she would have been fitted to be a floating aquarium. However, the Great Depression hit along with World War II, and the plan never came to fruition. There have been many voyages taken by the Star of India. Unfortunately, there have also been many lives lost aboard the ship. 
Many were unfortunate accidents, others were not. These men all died young. Many think that some of these young men are still on the ship trying to tell their stories. In 1909, the Star of India was making a return trip back from Alaska. A Chinese fisherman was guiding the massive anchor chain in position, and he lost his balance and fell into the chain locker. He was crushed to death by thousands of pounds of cold steel. His fellow crewmen were unable to hear his screams over the noise of the ocean and the chains rattling. That would seem like a cut-and-dry accident, but is it possible that there was something more sinister at work here? There have been rumors that the man was actually murdered on the ship and placed into the locker to be crushed by the chains, erasing all evidence that a crime had ever taken place. However, there is no evidence to support the claims. As for the locker itself, people have claimed to feel cold spots in the room that is typically very hot and sticky. Others have felt a certain presence in the room as well. It's widely believed that whatever is felt in the chain locker is the spirit of that poor fisherman. This was not the only tragedy to take place on board the ship. 25 years earlier, in 1884, the ship was leaving Glasgow, Scotland when it collided with another ship, the Canadienne. The Star of India, known as the Euterpe back then, had to dock and undergo extensive repairs. While docked, three young men snuck onto the boat. One of these young men was 14-year-old John Campbell. Normal protocol would have been to throw the men overboard. Captain felt sorry for the men and chose not to do so. Instead, he allowed the men to stay on board and earn their keep. 14-year-old John Campbell relished the thought of learning the trade and became quite the seaman. When he wasn't hard at work, he chose to spend his free time playing with the other children on board the ship. Unfortunately, it was not in John's future to be a long-time seaman. A few months after he stowed away, John slipped from the top of the mast and fell over 100 feet to the deck below. His badly mangled body lay in a pool of his own blood. John died three days later. Life on the high seas was met with an abrupt and agonizing end for that young man. People have reported a feeling of something brushing up against them near where young John fell from the mast. Others have said that they felt a presence touch their backs. Nine years before John's fatal fall, another incident took place in December of 1875. Army Captain McBarnett was aboard the Euterpe as it set sail from England to New Zealand. Reports claimed that he was drinking heavily before coming on board and he was severely depressed. Four days into the voyage, McBarnett slit his own throat. He was found drenched in his own blood and was rushed to the ship's surgeon where he was quickly stitched up and bandaged. McBarnett was then put into the first mate's cabin and placed on watch. He was left alone for one solitary moment and he tore open his bandages and his stitches, bleeding out and dying in the cabin. At least, that's how the story goes. There was indeed a Captain McBarnett who slit his own throat and died aboard the Euterpe, but he died then and there in his own bunk. 
The tale about him tearing open his own bandages and stitches did happen, but it happened to another passenger who attempted to take his own life on board. That gentleman actually survived. Yet there have been reports of very strange goings-on in the first mate's cabin. During his school's fourth grade overnight stay at the ship, one of the teachers claims that her blanket was ripped from her body in the middle of the night. She was staying in the first mate's cabin. She also claimed to have felt the warm room grow cold and a strange presence in the room with her. Perhaps the story has more validity than we thought. Or perhaps some other tragedy has taken place there. Whatever the truth is, it seems that we'll never know. No. 